0: Amen. So I'm going to I'm going to try to talk for a few minutes tonight. I don't have a watch on. So, oh, Lord, help me. I got to hurry. Amen. Uh, I want to talk about something. Amen. Uh, The reason I said I don't know if I'm going to teach or or, I know I'm not really going to preach, but I don't know if this will fall to the level of teaching. Uh, My goal is when I'm done is is that I will at least cause you to think. Okay, I, I want you. I want to. I want to stir up that pure gift of of thought in your spiritual mind. Amen. So I want to talk about something that God really has been working on me about, and actually, uh, the way things work for me, very most often, I don't really know what I'm going to teach until right before I teach. Uh, the night before, the day before, the same day. Very seldom do I know uh, too far in advance. And sometimes I don't know too far in advance because uh, there's been an occasion for me to get an email or a text message. uh, Oh man, I've been meaning to call you. Can you take service tomorrow? What what am I going to do? Say no? Of course, man. But actually, Pastor texted me on Saturday, which he, he doesn't always, you know, because he's still trying to figure out, you know, who who the God is telling him to, to teach or whatever. So, so I'm not trying to say anything negative there. He's just, he's waiting. So we're waiting. Amen. And uh, so he texted me on Saturday. And immediately after he texted me and, and, uh, and I told him I could take care of it, Immediately a thought came into my mind, Dude, that doesn't hardly ever happen to me, you know. I'm like, really? Okay. Let's just kind of put that there, it's it's on the shelf, just in case, because he sometimes will dangle some bait and then throw another fish in the water. Amen. But but uh uh, God kind of put this on my heart. So I want to talk to you. I want to talk tonight about the spirit of truth. Amen. Uh, 1 John chapter 4. And uh, if I can stay on my notes, <clears throat> we'll be in good shape and won't be here till midnight. If I start chasing rabbits, who knows where we'll go? It'll be fun, though. I promise. First John chapter 4, verse 6. Amen. If the media guys or ladies can help me, 1 John 4 and 6. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth heareth not us. Hereby know we the Spirit of truth and the spirit of error. And John chapter 8, verse 32. John 8 and 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Amen. That particular passage of Scripture, most people know, and many people uh, quote it, can quote it, do quote it, sometimes misquote it. And what I mean by misquoted, they quote it in a place that shouldn't be quoted. Uh and But I want to talk about the spirit of truth tonight. I'm going to tell you how I kind of got here, okay? So I just finished reading this book called uh, Faith of My Fathers. And uh, uh, it's a historical fiction novel uh, about the reign of King Manasseh. And uh, it's actually a series of books. It's book four in a series of books. Uh, Actually, Pastor Wright mentioned it, and I went and looked it up and started in the series and enjoyed them very much. Uh, And uh, because I like historical fiction anyway, but this is biblical historical fiction. And uh, so this is book four in that series, and it's about King Manasseh. And uh, his father was King Hezekiah. And King Hezekiah was probably one of the greatest kings in the reign of Judah. He brought great restoration and revival to Judah. Uh, and they were, they were at a place of, of idolatry and, and just perversion and, and craziness when when Hezekiah Hezekiah began to rule and the Bible says that he tore down the high places and he built up he uh rebuilt up the tabernacle and reinstituted the the uh the the sacrifices and the festivals and and his reign and, and because of all that he did judah prospered not only spiritually but Economically and all of that, they were, the, them as a nation, he was one of the greatest kings uh, of, of Judah. And so, uh, Manasseh, King Hezekiah died. And actually, King Hezekiah, if you remember the story, King Hezekiah is about to die. And, uh, and the, the prophet comes and tells him, You're going to die. And he goes before the Lord and he, and he beseeches the Lord and pleads with the Lord, and the Lord grants him another fifteen years. And when, when he had granted him those fifteen years, King Hezekiah did not have a heir. He had not had a son uh, to at that point. and uh, so he grants him another fifteen years, uh, Manasseh, his son is born. Uh, during that time. And when King Hezekiah dies, Manasseh takes over at the age of 12. Okay? As a ruler. Now, King Manasseh is is like the other end of the spectrum. Okay? So King Hezekiah brings great revival to Judah and great prosperity to Judah. But King Hezekiah, I mean King Manasseh, Is not like his father. So one king loved truth, and that was the thing about King Hezekiah. He loved the the Word of God. He wanted everything that he did to be built upon the Word of God, everything he governed based on the Word of God. What does truth say? When I make a decision, what does truth say? What does God tell me to do? And that's, that's how he built his kingdom, that's how he ruled his nation. that's how the, that Judah prospered because he, he loved truth. Yeah. Now this other king, his son, comes behind him. OK, so one king loved truth and was governed by it, and the other king did not love truth and he was governed by a lie now this book again it's 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 fiction okay it's historical fiction and i was reading this book and this book basically when i was reading this book it caused me to once again realize how easy it is to become deceived And how easy it is for this a twisting of truth. For the deviation of a thought. The moving just a little bit to the left or to the right. Because not having a love for truth can be catastrophic in the life of someone. Uh, And again, I admit that the the, the the what the writer the writer builds a story based on what could have happened uh, to get that king to that place. And uh but it was it really made me begin to think about my personal devotion to truth. It made me examine, it made me think about do I love Truth, Am I to the extreme of this king? Or am I going to? Because this king did not, where he ended is not where he started. Manassas. Now I will tell you this. If you go back and you read Manassas. I went back and looked at it a little bit. Again, uh, studying for, for this lesson. Manassas. It comes to a point, and it's prophesied, it comes to a point that he gets so bad that he is taken and changed by a hook in his nose and drugged by the king of Assyria down to Assyria, and he's put in captivity. And somewhere in there, God is able to turn his heart back to him. Okay? So in the end, he repents and he comes back to God. But... He did not get to that place where God had to drag him by a hook in his nose overnight. He didn't get to that place. He didn't get to the place where he ignored truth. Where he began to follow and believe a lie. Where he began to hate truth. One king loved truth, the other hated truth. And here's the reality of it. We're either going to love truth or we're going to hate truth. That's the reality of it. We cannot be indifferent to truth. And the age in the, in the world that we live in today is going to make us, is going to make us examine truth. And either we love truth or we don't. And we're going to have to make a choice. And so I began to think about that. I began to look at that, okay? So, John, in his writing in 1 John, speaks of two spirits. He speaks of the spirit of truth, and he speaks of the spirit of error. And I'll be honest with you I've never, I, I've read that passage of Scripture many times, I knew it was there, but I've never heard anyone talk about the spirit of error. I've, had, I've heard all kinds of preachers. And I've talk, talked about the spirit of truth. Be led by the spirit of truth. But there's another spirit. Yeah. There's the spirit of truth. And then there's the spirit of error. Now Jesus tells us in John 8 and 32. That the truth will make us free. Okay. Now I'm just. I may bury I don't know I don't me saying it this way sound might sound a little strange but I'm I'm a pretty logical person okay I I think somewhat logically okay I, I try to I try to, to think that way and and so for me if the, my logic says this cuz the Bible doesn't say this but I think I can I can extrapolate is that the right way to say that uh this principle from what i'm going to say so the bible tells us jesus says that the spirit that that the that, that truth will make us free and the bible tells us that there's a spirit of truth and a spirit of error so then if the spirit of truth or if truth makes us free then i think it's safe for me to say that error will put us in bondage yes okay if the spirit of truth and truth will make me free then the spirit of error will put me into bondage. Captivity. It'll bind me. It'll it'll constrict me. So, uh, it's important for us to understand the word error here in in the writing of 1 John, the the Greek word error, and I won't try to say it because I have a hard time speaking English. Amen. Amen. The word error here is the same word that is used in 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 11. So if we can go to 2 Thessalonians 2, and, uh, verse 10. 2 Thessalonians 2 and 10. Go back one verse for me, please. Thank you. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. Okay? Why should we receive the love of the truth that we might be saved? Okay? They receive not a love for truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Okay? That word error in 1 John is the same word that is used here or that is translated here as delusion. Okay? The spirit of error is the same word. God will send a strong delusion. I I think it's safe to say it's not so much that God sends a strong delusion... But God allows the spirit of delusion free course because we love not the truth. Jesus, okay, let me say it the right way. God is in heaven. And Satan comes bebopping along. And God's got some stuff that God's got to get done. In Job. You know, I, I got some stuff I got to do in Job. Hey, Satan, come here, bro. Have you considered Job? Why do you think God asked him that? Because he had some stuff he needed to do in Job. Yeah. I need to bless Job. The only way I can bless Job is Job's got to, Job needs more faith. Job needs more blessing. And I can't just... Come here, Satan. Have you considered Job? And, And God allowed Satan to have certain liberties in Job's life. And I think that's what this passage, if you really read it, it's not so much that God sends a delusion to me, but God steps back and allows the spirit of delusion allows the spirit of error to have free reign or to have course in my life. Because I love not truth. Okay, if you don't love truth, let me pull truth back. Let me let you see what delusion will do. Because delusion is going to bring you a place you don't want to go. It's important to love truth. So, so let me finish this passage of Scripture. Verse 12 of that verse, of that. Uh, I'm going to read down to 13. Uh, that they might believe a lie, that, that, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Okay, So I, wanna, I, wanna, I want to stir up your minds about truth. The main thought of this, this passage of scripture that I just read and that I'm talking about is that truth will, get, will save us or set us free. Okay? Truth, the purpose of truth is to lead us into a place of safety, lead us into a place of liberty, to lead us into a place of freedom. That's what this passage is really letting us to understand. Okay? And at the same time that the spirit of error or delusion and really what that is the believing of a lie Okay? If you believe so, so, so there is no there really is no middle ground. Either something is true or it's not true okay, we live in a world today and and let's be honest, you know we, we 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 sometimes kind of fall into this. well, I'm not gonna lie to someone, but I'm just not gonna tell them the truth i'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna say something and you know. If I say something and I know there's a good chance in the way that I verbalize it, someone might believe this when really this is true, then guess what? I told a lie because I didn't tell the truth. There's really no middle ground. Well, I didn't lie. Well, you didn't tell the truth. And if you ain't speaking true, then you're speaking the other side of true. And there's only true or not true. There's not no kind of true. But we live in a kind of true world. At least they want to be kind of true. But God, God is very... Because God is True. God is righteous. His ways are true. His ways are righteous. And he says, I need you to love truth. There's blessings in loving truth. So that's what this is about. Believing that lie will destroy us or bring us into captivity. Okay? So, Jesus speaks, if, if we're going to go to John chapter 14, 15, and 16. No, I'm not going to read the whole, all three of those chapters, but we're going to go to those three chapters. In these three chapters, Jesus speaks, and He talks about the spirit of truth. Okay? John 14 and 17. John 14 and 17. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, Excuse me, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But we know him, for he dwelleth with us. I'm sorry, he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. John chapter 15, verse 26. But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth... Which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. He shall talk about me. He's going to speak of me. And John chapter 16, verse 13 Howbeit, when the Spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear. That shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Okay? So Jesus speaking, and John writes the the words that he spoke here, and he's speaking of the spirit of truth. Now often, or most time, when we think of the spirit of truth, we think of what? Holy Ghost, right? That's, That's what we think about, right? Okay, so oftentimes when we think of the Spirit of Truth, we think of the Holy Ghost, and it is true that Jesus is talking about the Comforter. Okay, so don't, don't, don't say, Brother Barr is getting ready to teach some crazy doctrine. Okay, I love truth. Okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that that's not what Jesus is talking about. Okay, but I'm trying. What I am going to declare is that he's talking about more than just that. Okay, we have a tendency, and I'm just going to say it this way, and someone might get mad at me. We have a tendency to use this these verses as our little, you know, our little popsicle stick to talk about the Holy Ghost. and And one God and the... You know, Jesus and the Spirit in Jesus. And, and that's all we focus on. And that we use these verses to kind of try to prove our little point. And I, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying because we sometimes get so dogmatic about that particular point, we miss some stuff. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say. Jesus is talking about the Holy Ghost. Jesus is talking about the Spirit that was in him. And the spirit that he was going to, after his humanity went to the cross and ascended to heaven, that that spirit would return as the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Okay? That's true. Okay? But it's more than that. He's speaking about more than just the Spirit of of the Holy Ghost or the Spirit of God or the Comforter when he speaks of the Spirit of truth. But the spirit of truth is more than what maybe we've thought about before. So let's look at a a few small important points that are made in the scripture. In John 16, 13, Jesus said that when the spirit of truth has come, then it will guide you into what? All truth. The spirit of truth is not the Holy Ghost is not, okay, so let me, let me just emphatically say the Spirit of truth is the Spirit of God. It's the Holy Ghost, okay? It's what we're governed by. It's what we're led by. It's what leads us and speaks to us. When, when when we come into a circumstance or we come to a situation and we have to make a choice do I hear this or do I hear this that voice of reason called the spirit of truth the Holy Ghost if we will listen to it because we love truth it will guide us into all truth but we have to love truth so It will lead you into all truth. The spirit of truth is not there just to set us free. Just in receiving the understanding of repentance, baptism, and receiving the Holy Ghost. That's not the only truth that the spirit of truth was given to us for. Not so that we could have the revelation that Christ was God robed in the flesh not so that we can have the understanding of repentance and what it means and and the the regeneration of baptism and the holy ghost those things are important but those are not all truth those are those are the gateway if i can say it that way that is the gateway to the Spirit of Truth operating in our lives. We must understand that, but it's just the beginning of what the Spirit of Truth wants to do in our lives. He wants to lead us into all truth. All truth. If truth is freedom, I told you I'm I'm I'm, I'm I just Kind of reason a certain way. If truth is freedom and error is bondage, then we have to understand, and if there is a spirit of truth and there's a spirit of error, then we have to understand that the spirit of error is going to try to move in our life in any small way it can. There is nothing, there's nothing, okay? Now listen to me, okay? There's nothing that you could say right now that would cause me to not believe in the oneness of Christ, the oneness of God in Christ Jesus, in the reality of the baptism of Jesus' name, receiving the Holy Ghost, evidence by speaking in other tongues that truth is ingrained in my life there's nothing you could say that could cause me right now to to there's not a scripture you could point to that would cause me to turn my head and say oh well I don't believe truth I've been I've been deceived all my life there's nothing okay But, because of that, because of that reality, the spirit of error is not going to come to me and begin to work on that thing in my life. The spirit of error is not going to bring that into my life and start saying, this this isn't true, this isn't true, this is true, this is... It's not going to happen, because I'm not going to hear that. So the spirit of error is not going to, if I can say it this way, is not going to waste its time on me there. Now it will speak to people that are new converts, people that are new to the Word of God, or maybe even haven't been introduced to the Word of God yet. He'll speak to them that way, but he's not going to speak to you and I that way. But there are other truths That the spirit of error is going to begin to speak to you and me. He's going to begin to erode. And I use he because I don't know why. Because spirits aren't male or female. But whatever, you know. Uh, I'm going to leave that alone. I was getting ready to get in trouble. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, Lord, for that check of the tongue. So the spirit of error is 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 going to 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 begin to move on, on on small little things in my life, that and 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 erode little truths or truths that that maybe are 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 not, because there is no I, I'll use the term but reality. There's truth or not truth. Okay, we'll begin to erode things of truth and me begin to believe things. Okay, that 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 that's really not that big of a deal. That that's I I don't think that's really God cares about that. I don't and he'll begin to work on those those perimeter truths, if you will. Not the foundation truth, but the the, but the, the brick truths. This truth sanctuary, if you will, that God builds in our lives. He's not gonna erode the foundation, but he's gonna start pulling out. How many of you ever play, what's it called? Jenga? Okay, is that what it's called? I don't yeah, yeah, no? Now you ever play Jenga? You know? The Jenga's truth. Okay, you got that big thing of truth. That's truth. Every little block in there's truth. Okay? Now if you're playing Jenga, now me, I'm gonna go ahead, if I can real quick, I'm gonna get a bottom piece out fast. Because I want to make your life hard. Okay, but, you know. But, but let's just say Jenga. So the spirit of air begins to start pulling out little pieces out of your Jenga truth box. You know, he'll work on this one. You know, tap, tap, tap. Oh, Ooh, wait, it's rocking a little bit. I got to kind of ease up on him a little bit. Tap, 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 tap. tap. Oh, I got that block out. Okay, now let me get this block. Tap, tap, tap. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, better leave that alone for a minute. Tap, tap, tap. Oh, I got that block out. The spirit of error will begin to work subtly in my life to begin to erode. And if I don't love truth, the thing I just said a few minutes ago that the spirit of error cannot attack in my life At some point, we'll become suspect. I'm telling you what I know. I've seen it happen. Because someone didn't love truth. You got to love truth. So error is going to attack those small areas of our life. There's only one thing that can defeat a lie. Only one thing that can defeat a lie. And that's truth. You know, we we get, I understand, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. You, you, we just don't like, man, they lied on me. Man, man, they lied on me. there's only one thing. If someone lies on me, there's only one thing. Okay, here's truth. Let me bring truth up. Okay, you know why sometimes, oh, stop James, you're getting ready to go from preaching to meddling. Sometimes we get upset because people lied on us because it's kind of true. It's, too close to true. And someone might start looking. Now I'm just going to go back over and leave that over there. But the only thing that can defeat truth, I mean defeat a lie is truth. But here's the other side of that, okay? The only thing that can defeat lie is truth. You know what can defeat truth? Nothing. A lie cannot defeat truth. Because truth is truth. I don't care what a lie says. Truth is truth. Nothing can defeat truth. Because it's true. Some don't believe that. Okay, but it's the reality of it. And lies... Of the enemy, the spirit of error, in that book that I read, th- that I was telling you about, uh, this, the fall of King Manasseh, the this person that came into his life in this book, uh, he didn't he didn't just get him to that place of depravity immediately. He just began to say this and he He twisted well, you know the prophets told you this, but this is reality and and he took what the he took the things that Samuel said and and uh again, in this book, he took the things that the prophet Samuel said and twisted them and said, you know samuel was was deceiving you and this and that and he he subtly led this king who didn't love truth because that's what the problem was. To this place of destruction. Let me kind of get this where I want to go. Uh, So there's areas in our walk with God that are. It's possible. Let me say it that way. That it's possible that there's areas in our walk with God. That are damned or cursed right now. Because we don't have or love all truth. We have things that, we, that are cursed or, 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 or struggling in our life because, because we're allowing error. We're allowing the spirit of error to work in that area of our life. Maybe, maybe we don't like this word, but it's, it's, it's the result of error, and that word is compromise. Compromise. You know the thing about compromise? Here's the thing about compromise. Compromise never is satisfied. You're, you're a parent and, and, and you, say, you say, you know, you say, Lord, help me. Lord, if I, okay. So you're a parent and you say, you know what? We're going to make this rule. We are never going to allow anything, you know, whatever the rating system of, of, of videos. We're not going to let anything with, with this rating below this rating in our house. And, uh, and may, maybe it's PG-13 because Star Wars PG-13. Is, is it PG-13? I think it is. Okay, so I'm only PG on nothing and then Star Wars comes out man. That's a good movie. There's nothing bad about that movie It'll be all right to watch PG. It'll be all it'll be all right to watch Star Wars You know, it's it's PG-13, but it'll be all right We we can watch Star Wars, you know, and and uh, and then well, this one's this one's a lot like Star Wars, so it's okay you know and and then, you, and then you watch a PG-13, then it's got a word in it that, you know, we don't say that word. Okay, well, that word, uh, okay, that word's not that bad. We'll, 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 we'll watch a movie, if, as long as it doesn't have any words worse than that. You know, you know, there's websites you can go to. You can go to websites right now, and it will tell you, you go to the website and you pull up a movie, it'll tell you every... Time, a certain word is used in that that movie. You can find, it'll scare you to death. You go look at some of the movies, you say, ain't no way I'm letting my kid watch that movie. Because you're not watching or listening to it, you just look at it and say, it's got this many of this words in it. Ain't no way I can watch that, okay? If you look at it ahead of time. But you watch it, and you listen to it, and and, ooh, 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 ooh. Well, then the next thing you know, you're not oohing so much. I'm all here. And because, because it's okay, because, because compromise says, well, it's not, it's not, it's not this. Help us. It's the spirit of error. That's the spirit of error. Help us. Okay. The truth says, truth says it's either right or it's wrong. It either uplifts or it doesn't. I'm I'm not telling you anything I haven't experienced. Okay? I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you that I woke up one day and realized I let some stuff in my house that I would never have allowed in my house in the beginning. I'm telling you what I know. I'm not telling you what I think. And it's the spirit of error. Because... I don't love truth I've got to, but the thing is i don't we don't get that way just automatically sometimes, and that's what i'm trying that's what I'm trying to stir up today. That's what this book did for me. It made me look at me and ask myself, Do I love truth? Yes. not not the principle of truth, not the idea of truth, not the concept of truth. But do I love truth? Not most truth, not a little bit of truth. Do I love truth? And if I love truth, am I going to allow the spirit of truth to govern my life? Because that's what he wants to lead me. He wants, I had to come to a place again and anew and afresh and say, the spirit of truth wants to lead me into all truth. And I don't know that I'm living in all truth. Brother Barr, I don't, I, did you really just say that? You're, you're standing in the pulpit. Well, on the floor in front of the pulpit. And you just said, you're not sure that you're living in all truth. The district probably just heard that they 'll be at your house tomorrow to collect your license <laughs> no I'm not trying to tell you that i'm that I'm living in this debauchery of sin, but I don't know that I'm letting myself be governed in all truth. am I allowing The spirit of error. Because there's two spirits. The spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Am I letting it work in my life? The spirit of truth wants to guide you in the way you think. Philippians 4, 8, 9. If there be any virtue, if there be any truth, if it be of a good report, the spirit of truth says, this is how you should think. That's that verse is a spirit of truth. Are you? Am I taking that verse, and am I? Am I guiding? Am I taking the things that I think, and am I measuring them against that verse? Anything that I am thinking, and if it doesn't match up to the spirit of truth, Paul said, think on these things. So when I allow myself. And I've woken up and thought. Now I'm not talking about woke up. I'm talking about, you know, I wasn't asleep. I just, I don't know how I got here. But I really don't like where I'm at. Because I allowed thought. Error. You know. Do you see how he looked at me? Say it again. I bet I'll come over and I'll smack a bald spot in your head. Don't 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 make me get up. Oh that's going on in my head, you know. But the error's got this. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I need to measure it against truth. Truth says, is there any virtue? Is it of a good report? Is there any praise? No, 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 no. Up! Oh, can't think about that. You've got to go. Time to change the channel. The Spirit of Truth wants to lead us, guide us in the way we think. The Spirit of Truth wants to lead us and guide us in the way we talk. The things we say matter. One more time, let me hear you say it. Bless him, Lord. Bless him, Lord. Yeah. You know that matters. Yes, it does. The Spirit of truth wants to lead us and guide us in the way that we speak. A wonderful lady in the back of the auditorium. I don't know how on earth she has survived 37 years with me. Double blessing, Double blessing, that's the truth. I have no idea. And I thank God that she has. But one of the things that has kept us together is she allows the spirit of truth to lead her and what she says because I'm a knucklehead and I do dumb stuff and if I would have done to me some of the stuff I'd done to her I'd have told myself about myself but she just loves Jesus and believes a soft answer Turns away wrath That's right. yeah. That's true. and has saved me a whole lot of turmoil from me. Because she allows the spirit of truth to govern the way she speaks. Spirit of Truth wants to govern, lead us in how we talk. How we talk to others and maybe more importantly, how do we talk to ourselves. If someone talked to you the way you talk to you, you would smack a bald spot in the head. And we both know that's true. So if the Holy Ghost tells you not to talk to your brother like that, why is it okay to you talk to yourself like that? I'm repenting, people. I'm not, I'm not accusing. I'm repenting. The Holy Ghost wants to guide, or the Spirit of Truth wants to teach us how to talk, the way we should talk. Spirit of Truth wants to guide us in the things that we do, the places we go, the way that we dress or present ourselves. The list goes on and on and on. It's all about truth. Why do we look at the Old Testament? We look at the book of the law. We look at how God said to Israel, Okay, I'm going to teach you what to eat. I'm going to tell you what to wear. I'm going to tell you how to act toward one another. He tells Israel every aspect of their life. But we live in the New Testament. Okay? We don't live in the law. But it's the same God. If He cared... About those things in their life. Why do we think he doesn't care. About those things in our life. Have we evolved to such. Spiritual enlightenment. That we don't need. If he cared. Now I'll be honest with you. I don't understand why you can't put wool with polyester. Okay. But you couldn't do that. Well, they didn't have polyester, but you know what I'm talking about, okay? (laughs) You couldn't mix. I don't know, but he said you couldn't do it. But if he cared enough to get that detailed with Israel, why do we think that he doesn't care, that the spirit of truth isn't going to lead us? Let's be honest, okay? I'm going to pick on dads for a minute dad when the spirit of truth says to you when you see that little precious thing that you brought into this world that can do no evil that is perfect in all ways and you glance at what they're wearing and the spirit of truth says that outfit's not quite what Oh, it's okay. Why, why do you think the spirit of truth just kind of checked you? I know. I don't want to be a grumpy old man. I, I know. Okay? Okay? But little sweetie is going to grow up to be big sweetie. And what you let little sweetie do, right. it's a whole lot easier to let the spirit of truth lead you when little sweetie's a little sweetie yeah. Yeah. before they become big sweetie. Yeah. Because they get sour. <laughs> and it's your fault. Yeah. Because the spirit of truth tried to check you when it was checkable. Checkable. All truth. The spirit wants to lead us into all. You see that's what error. The spirit of delusion. That's where he attacks us. Because if he can compromise us in those places in our life. We'll wake up one day. And realize. We've allowed truth. To exit the building. A love of truth. I I I, I'm I gotta quit right now. A love of truth. That is the truth. I don't want to quit, but I I need to quit. So let me let me quit with this last thing, because I think this is important. You can even stand while I'm saying it. Okay? Again, what is my purpose tonight? I'm not going to have an altar call. I'm not going to, I don't believe that's what the Holy Ghost wants to do. But I believe the Holy Ghost wants us to, each one of us, each one of us. You know, on Wednesday nights, I go to CR. I want to put a plug in. I, if, CR is awesome. Amen. Amen. So, one of the things that, that CR has taught me, and maybe that's why I finally got to this place. One of the things that CR taught me is that I've got to do inventory in my life. I've got to take inventory. I've got to examine who I am, what I am, my motives, what I'm doing. You know, there's, there's in the steps that, uh, of recovery... I, I have to take an inventory. And that's what I'm, I'm asking you. I think that's what the Spirit of God is asking us to do. Asking us to take a truth inventory. Do I love truth? Not do I love, the, do I love most truth, but do I love the truth? Okay? Not do I love the apostolic doctrine. I'm not, that's, that, I'm not saying that. Not do I love the teachings of Antioch. Do I love truth? Do I love truth. What, what is truth? Bottom line, the truth is the Word of God. Okay? People ask me, they say, what denomination are you? I'm like, I'm, look, I'm not big on denominations. I don't even like denominations. I don't like people putting me in a box. If you've got to put me in a box, you can call me Apostolic, you can call me Pentecostal, but I'm a Bible believer. I believe the Word of God is true, and if it's not in the Word of God, it's not true that's that's that 's my denomination i I carry credentials with the United Pentecostal Church. I go to church at Antioch the Apostolic Church, but I am a bible believer. I believe the Word of God is the final authority on truth and so I think that 's what we have to an inventory of truth are there areas That we've allowed the spirit of error. Okay. I won't use that word delusion. I won't use delusion. I'll just use error. Okay. I'm not saying delusion. I'm saying error. We allow the spirit of error to work in areas of our life. This is the last thing I want to say and then we'll pray. Okay. I believe. All right. We say that. How many people have ever said, I believe? Have you ever said that? I believe. Whatever. You you fill in the blank. I believe. Dot, 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 dot. I believe. Okay, I only only ask you one question after that statement. Does what you believe fall in line with the Word of God? If it doesn't, It really doesn't matter what you believe. Because it's not true. Paul said this. And I think this is part of it. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Okay. I'm going to ask you one question that you need to also be a part of this inventory. Are the people that you are following. And following means. That you're allowing them. To influence. Your direction. In any area of your life. Are the people that we are following. Are they following. Or are they being led by. The spirit of truth. If the people that we are allowing to lead us are not led by the spirit of truth, because let's, let's face it, that's what Paul said, right? Follow me as I follow Christ, and Christ was the spirit of truth robed in flesh. So if the people that we are following are not being led by the spirit of truth, then they're being led by the spirit of error. And so where are they leading us? We have to part of this inventory, this examination, if you will, is an understanding of the people that we allow influence in our lives. Because that is how more often than not, The spirit of error works in our lives. Most often the spirit of error does not speak directly to you and me. The spirit of error speaks to us through someone else or something else. That podcast you're listening to. Are they being led by the spirit of truth? That preacher on the radio that you're listening to? Are they being led by the spirit of truth? That guy or lady on the internet that you listen to? Are they being led by the spirit of truth? You have to ask that question. If they're not... And you have no influence in their life, you should not let them have influence in your life. Amen. There's only one reason anyone in your life that is not being led by the Spirit of truth should be in your life, and that is that you are going to have influence in their life. Amen. If you cannot have influence in leading them the truth, but they can have influence in leading you into error, you need to break that relationship. And a podcast is a relationship. And I had no idea talking about podcasts, but someone needs to hear that. Let's pray. Lord, we love you and we thank you for your word. I thank you for truth, God. I thank you for leading me and speaking to me, Lord. And I, I personally thank you for allowing there to be a check in my mind in my heart to examine myself in light of truth not in light of who and what I am or who and what I believe, but what is truth? Is it being governing my life? All truth, every truth. Lord, I ask you just to let this word go forth tonight and touch the hearts and the minds of each person. Lord, I ask you to let it be a seed. And then when that voice of air speaks, that that seed would rise up and say listen remember what i said remember what i spoke let truth lead you this is not true this is an error this is an error this is not true or when we we see an error then we look for okay what is the truth lord help me to be governed that way help me to look purposely not not just let it flow not just but purposely examine the spirit of truth, and let it work in my life, Lord, in each one of the lives of those that hear this word. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your people. I ask you for your blessings. In Jesus' name. And the church said, amen. 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 You're dismissed in the fear of the Lord. Greet one another in Jesus' name.